Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Shay, your friendly neighborhood 23-year-old who is excited to see the positive and amazing feedback you have all given me on the last two episodes. You have all honestly put tears in my eyes seeing so many people connect with my words and feeling like they have someone who relates to them. Today's episode is truly going to be centered around a reflection of this year and my intentions surrounding next year. But first, let us talk coffee. Recently, I drank at, I'm not kidding, one of the greatest coffee shops. I've been here a couple times, went here um, just recently, Utopian Coffee here in Fort Wayne. So I had a caramel latte with oat milk because I'm queer. It was literally the creamiest and smoothest coffee like I've ever had Um, so far. So far, okay? I've been to some really good coffee shops, but that's totally top 10. Um, Probably top three, actually. So sip your coffee with me as we talk about 2021 and the future of 2022. And I know it's looking a little dark right now, okay? Got COVID still going on. Year three of the pandemic. It seems to not be going away. But let's talk about it a little bit. As you all know, 2021 is coming to an end. Thank the Lord, because this year, if I could place one word on it, would be uncomfortable. I had the worst start to my year, and not to give anyone free PR, I will not name names, but it started with a horrible relationship ending. To me, partying with new friends and going out every weekend, filling the void with meaningless people and allowing myself to be defeated by every date I went on to dating the most perfect human being for the last seven months of 2021 and working through so much trauma that comes from a healthy relationship. Working a job I was absolutely in love with, my students, but kind of fighting against constant changes to my job description and things changing. And because I worked for the state, it was like everything was changing all the time. To starting a new job and teaching for the first time in front of students and working in a high school that has no resemblance to the one I went to. This year has been the most god-awfully uncomfortable year of my existence. But I call it uncomfortable because it is a year that has told me Everything I was doing previously was wrong, and it needed to be changed. I truly think this year taught me lessons I needed to learn. I just thought that they didn't need to be such hard lessons, because this year has been a little hard on me. (laughs) Um, I feel like I kind of fell apart literally every single day of this year in some form, And then it felt like some days I was like absolutely happy and found myself really wishing I could go back to like the good days. I started 2021 crying on New Year's Eve because I should have spent the year drinking my Papa's Kool-Aid with my grandfather. From there, it seemed like January to March, I disassociated and wasn't really myself. I gained a lot of weight and I was at an all-time low with myself and my self-worth. Could see it on my face. You could just see it everywhere. And it's not like weight gain is the most horrific thing to happen. It's just it made my self-worth really bad. I ended up going to the doctor and discussing my weight. And he was really adamant about a calorie deficit and more exercise. I was pretty determined to be healthier for myself. And since I worked at a, de- at a desk job, I don't think I was walking as much as I could have. 
Um, I think you should get up, walk around a little bit, stretch those leggies out. So I did the deficit and I exercised every day. I bought myself a gym membership and then I ended up losing some weight. Now, let me tell you, I did not sit and eat celery and salad every day. Okay, I actually hate celery. I do love salads. Not going to lie, I wish that they weren't a part of diet culture, but salads are pretty good. I honestly ate mac and cheese and I spent about 45 minutes, maybe an hour at the gym. Honestly, it could be as little as 30 minutes at the gym. I wasn't killing myself to lose the weight and I rarely weighed myself. I actually went based on pictures and how I felt in the mirror. So when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, how do I look? How do I feel about myself? What am I picking out? And I noticed I stopped picking out so many things about myself. I really felt like I was coming into who I really wanted to be. I love having a little bit of tummy, little bit of thighs, all of those things, but it was still, I just didn't feel like I was truly myself. And so all along this happening, I met my beautiful and amazing partner in May and grew a relationship I absolutely did not see myself being so deserving of. He came out in like a time in my life where I needed someone desperately to let me be vulnerable and open with. I kind of shut down to like everyone in my life and I felt like I was not being vulnerable and I was not being very open with people. And despite my efforts of trying really hard to still keep my wall up, this man made me fall in love with him in one month. (laughs) Um, Him and I talked about this just recently. Um, I remember sitting in my car driving and I had just gotten done at the hospital. Um, I had just gotten a shot and I looked out the window and I said to myself, I was like, I love this dude, don't I? I shit you not that that moment was the best aha. And I felt like I truly found my person. As all of this happening, I was pushed so far deep into depression, anxiety, and grief that I went back to therapy. And I'm glad I did because therapy is kind of been a lifesaver this past year. I went into therapy to deal with some problems that I had relationship-wise, ended up honestly working on grief. And being with a therapist who's pretty cool, um, I haven't been in therapy for the like like the past month or two because they've been on leave, but honestly, it was really good. Anyways, back to my little angel. He has truthfully helped me heal a lot of childhood wounds. Because as we all know, a healthy relationship will honestly bring out a lot of trauma and wounds you need to heal. I felt very frustrated with my trauma because I didn't cause them, but it is my job to heal those wounds. Now, repeat this in your head again. It is not your fault that this trauma happened to you, but it is your job to heal those wounds. I've had amazing friends alongside me, pushing me to be the best person I can be, and they truly complete me. This past year, I started collecting these things called Squishmallows. Yes, I love them so much, and I found myself in two group chats. One, on iMessage from a Twitter group chat where these people have given me the most loving and joyful moments where I feel so supported and loved by the people I'm surrounded by. I can come to them about anything that's going on in my life. And we're just so supportive and lovely to each other and honest because you need people who aren't just going to enable everything you say. I have people who truly will support me, but also be like, hey, 
Like, I think you need to think about this again. And two, on Facebook Messenger, where I was an admin of this local group chat for collectors. And from there, I have spent holidays with them. Meeting up with them, getting squished together, and connecting with others through one common interest. Squishes. (laughs) I do love them. Um, I think I own maybe like 90 plus. I don't know. I'm trying to get rid of some... I finally have some of the collections I've always wanted, so I'm trying to get rid of some and downsize. Um, but they do cover up my whole room, and I'm okay with that. I feel so blessed with how this year has ended. I had my first Christmas with my little honey and traded with one of my friend's Christmas gifts and got everything I could ask for, even if I am not a huge gift person. I do love to give them. I just want to plug, talk about some of the things I got, got some self-help books, Target gift card, which is amazing. Some bubble bath, chocolate. Can't forget the wine that I got. Thank you. It was gone the first night. It was a great Christmas gift. Um, Journals. My sweet honey got me a canvas. Well, we want to get canvases in our future home. So he got me this picture frame with four of our photos from our recent photo shoots that we've gotten done. We've had three photo shoots so far, so it was easy to fill that up. Candles. I also got like face mask and some other stuff. Um, I'm really excited about the mason jars. I got two. I love mason jars. And I think that's about like the things that I love the most. Um, I loved everything, but those are the things I honestly really remember. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I got the 15 days of socks and they're Mandalorian themed. If you know me, you know I love Star Wars. So they're Mandalorian. They're so cute. Gives me something to look forward to every day. I wish I had socks to look forward to every single day for the rest of my life. But they're so great. I love the sock packs. Totally get them because everyone loves some good socks. 2021 was not kind to me to start, but it's been kind to me in the end, despite having hard days. I feel optimistic for this next year because I'm manifesting a year of growth and prosper. If you have Twitter, one of the common themes for this next year people discuss is calling this next year their villain era. Era? Era? I don't know. Villain era. So what does that mean to me? I honestly think I'll be next making next year my villain era because next year is about me. I have felt so beaten down by this past year and I felt very discouraged because I let people walk all over me and didn't have a voice. So here we are. Here enters my villain era. AKA the year of boundaries and protection. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Boundaries, very hard, very, very hard for people. I feel like a lot of us were raised with parents who didn't respect our boundaries. So we have a really hard time with setting boundaries. And you know what? It takes a long time to learn that. And as far as protection, I feel like we really need to protect ourselves, protect our energy, and be very intentional about what energy is in our space. So maybe we're cleaning up our room because we want to protect our energy. We want to come home. We want to feel happy. We want to make our bed, light a candle, or maybe it's getting rid of that friend that you felt like you didn't need to be friends with anymore. You just didn't know how to do it. And overall, just protecting you. 
So I want next year to be intentional. The year I don't allow anyone to treat me like I'm less than. And I'm really just being very intentional about the people and what they're saying to me, what they're doing to me, and just feeling like I am protecting myself. And so let's talk about my intentions for the year. Category one. Okay, I'm going to label this as podcast. I will reach 500 plays by the end of the year. So I'm hoping 2022, December 2022. Yeah, can't think of the day. So December 2022, I will be reaching 500 plays by the end of the year. So category two, relationship. Yes, we're talking romantically. I will move in with my boyfriend and I am manifesting the year being the year of me being a fiance. Yes, I'm going to be so annoying. I'm telling you. It happens. I'm going to be the most annoying fiance and that's okay. I'm really, really excited for the next steps with my partner and really getting to know each other and growing our life together and growing our future and really focusing on us and building our family. Category three, my job. So as y'all know, I'm a really cool teacher. Not really. I don't know if my students would call me a, a cool teacher. I will say on my final exam, a student did give me a 10 out of 10 fave teacher rating. So if my student is listening to this, 10 out of 10 favorite student. No, I love you all. Anyways, so my job, I will get a raise next year along with meeting my monthly and quarterly deadlines. So because I work for a nonprofit and we get money for these kids, I will be reaching those deadlines and goals that they have for us monthly and quarterly to ensure that I'm still keeping funding for my program and my kids. Category four, myself. So I trust myself and I will be kind and gentle to myself. One of the things I've really found this past year is like trusting myself is really hard. I go to a lot of other people for opinions and I'm always asking people, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And I found that it really means I don't trust myself and I trust myself and I trust that I'm going to give myself the love that I'm seeking from other people. So I'm seeking this validation from other people when in reality, I can really honestly give that to myself. And so I want to be kind and gentle to myself. I want to be a friend and I want to be an enemy anymore and really like heal those inner child wounds because I know she's really angry and I understand that it's justified but we've got to grow up and we've really got to be gentle to ourselves so category five my friendships I will be going on friend dates and being intentional about whose energy I'm letting into my space while also nourishing the beautiful friendships that I have in my life because I've had friends for years and years and years And I want to continue nourishing those relationships with those people because they're a piece of my heart that I could not live without. I want to be very intentional about reminding those people that I love them and they're cherished and they're an energy in my life that is so beautiful and bright. Category six, my mental health. I kind of broke down mental health and physical health into two different things. And then like myself is different. So when it comes to like my mental health, 
we're getting therapy, going to continue therapy, we're getting diagnoses, we're going to figure it out. Do we have ADHD? Do we have bipolar disorder? I was diagnosed with it, but what is it? What do we really have going on with me? And medication. So I've been taking anxiety meds this last year. It's been very helpful, but I want to be on more regulating medication so that these depressive episodes don't get as bad. Or when something goes wrong, maybe I'm not like freaking out and thinking my world is ending. Category seven, physical health. So trigger warning. I'm gonna put this on here. I will lose a little bit more weight and tighten my core area. So one of my biggest insecurities is honestly my tummy. I really just want to do a lot of core exercises and really focus on looking in the mirror and being like, yes, I'm happy with myself. And so it's not really about the scale. Um, Despite my record saying I'm obese, it's not really about the scale. It really is just about like, how do I feel when I look in the mirror? And I don't own a scale, so I'm not really sure how I could do that. You know what? We want to keep losing and we want to see it in the mirror. We want to see progress. I want to gain some muscle, you know? Really target that hourglass figure I got going on, you know? Uh, <laughs> anyways, I purposely targeted all these areas with intentional words because while I want these things, because I do, like I want these things so, so bad manifesting is sitting and believing you already have them they just have yet to bring themselves into your life I do trust myself and I am kind and gentle myself I am intentional about whose energy I'm letting in I'm going to therapy diagnosing medication I am focusing on my physical health I am in a beautiful relationship I'm in a great job and I have a really cool podcast that I'm starting but I really want to bring those things into my life. I want to level up next year. So I'm planning an intentional year where I am focusing on myself, my passions. Let's just talk about that. I had like an epiphany today and I was talking with a friend um, and he'll know this when he hears it, but I was talking with a friend because I went to dinner with him and I was like, I think your problem that you've been having and my problem too, because we're like, we're basically the same person is that we don't have any passions. Like we're focusing too much on work and I don't think that we have any passions outside of work and we really need to find out what that is. Not make those passions work, but make those passions hobbies, things that we put our time into because I feel like I'm creating these problems because I'm not having a creative outlet. And so I want to focus on my passions, whatever that looks like. So right now it's my podcast, but I do think throughout the year I want to find different things I'm really passionate about. I do love squishmallows and I love collecting, but gosh, it's expensive. (laughs) I want to focus on my relationships. I'm talking romantically and platonically, but I also want to talk about my relationship with myself. So I feel like my relationship with myself needs to be better. I feel like my relationships with my friends really need to be intentional and my relationship with my partner really needs to continue creating a partnership and a future that is beautiful for us and focusing on us and so I want to continue protecting my energy while also I want to say this I want to ensure that I am the energy I want to bring to a room am I the energy I want from other people so I'm wanting all of these things from other people but what am I bringing to the table what, what am I being intentional about? And so I want to also make sure that my energy is positive. I'm not bringing negativity into someone else's life. And if I am, I'm going to hold myself accountable. 
because accountability is very important. Something I didn't learn, something I'm learning. I struggled a lot. (laughs) I sighed so big. Okay, so I struggled a lot with social media this past year and I felt very discouraged by like the algorithms. I felt like I wasn't seeing anyone's posts on Instagram and I still am not. I'm so frustrated with Instagram. TikTok is really nice, but I've curated a really good feed. Twitter is annoying because you can see people's stuff that you don't want to see. And then Facebook is kind of annoying too. And so I feel that social media has been very detrimental to me. But I never really thought that to begin with because I've had it since I was like 12. So I've really never known like a world without social media like I kind of have. But in like my teenage adult years, I've never known a world without social media. And so I've been really limiting how much time I'm spending on social media. Um, I tried to set like a timer thing and that didn't work. But here's what I've recently been doing. I've recently been setting limits where I kind of don't spend the first hour of my time being awake scrolling mindlessly through others lives before I even have time to process mine and the fact of the matter is that I honestly feel so connected to my life and I have a morning a better morning when I do it so let's talk about that quote I am mindlessly scrolling through others lives before I even have a time to process mine I'm waking up and my eyes are already feeding someone else's life into my head Instead of focusing on like my life, myself, I'm really like already putting energy into other people. That's so draining. It's really draining, honestly. I know that there's been like a lot going on with social media and stuff. And I know a lot of people have been like, I'm going to cut it out. And I get it now. I really do. I understand that social media can be very detrimental. And if you're not being mindful and intentional of the space you're curating, then it really can be challenging. So... I really do feel intentional about my day when I journal. I stretch, stretch your little bones. And when I'm doing my makeup and hair, like every morning, I only speak positive and beautiful things to myself. So what this looks like is I'm standing in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty because of your brown eyes. Wow, your eyebrows look really good today. Oh my gosh, your hair looks so good as black. I'm so glad that you dyed it black. It looks really good. And so the whole time, it takes me about 20 minutes to do my makeup and hair usually, I am being very intentional about what I'm saying to myself because I want to feed those good thoughts first thing in the morning. So I really set the day with a positive tone about myself. And it's not really like whether you believe it or not, it's about convincing yourself and speaking to yourself like a friend. So I want to encourage you to do the same thing. I encourage you to only allow yourself to talk kindly about yourself in the mirror while you get ready in the morning. I also encourage you to stretch and only say things you're grateful for. So what that looks like is I'm stretching down and I'm reaching for the ground, my toes, whatever it may be. And I'm saying like, I'm grateful for my hair. I am grateful for my eyes. And so I do actually, I talk to my students about this. I do actually find like a lot of different things I can be grateful for. And not just saying the same things every single day, which can be very hard because you start to repeat the same thing if you're not digging deep. Like today I'm grateful for my new socks. I'm grateful for the soup that I had. And just kind of finding different things to be very grateful for. So I also encourage you to sit for five minutes, drink your coffee, your tea without your phone. I know you want to scroll through TikTok 
And I want you to only think about your intentions for the day and take note of every second of that five minutes and how you felt. So when you're like setting your intention for your day, you're like, I'm planning a day full of productivity. I am going to be intentional about the food that I eat today or whatever it may be and kind of take note of how you feel because it really shifts that mindset. I feel amazing when I do this because it allows me to do low dopamine activities that encourage good energy and productivity. So I've been talking to my friends a lot about this. Low dopamine activities, stretching, um, breathing, meditation, journaling, reading. Those are low dopamine activities versus looking at your phone as a high dopamine. And there was someone that was talking about this. And if you set your day with like a high dopamine activity, it's really hard for your productivity to be high throughout the day because you've already had the highest dopamine activity for your day. So everything else is low and it's kind of like, I don't want to do this. Why do I want to journal? I could just look through my phone. Um, And I found that was probably my biggest problem with social media was I was focusing too much on high dopamine activities instead of really encouraging those low dopamine activities. So I'm planning to make 2022 my year because I deserve a year where I'm healing and protecting myself because guess what? Nobody ever did that for me and it's my time to protect myself. I encourage you to be selfish with your year. And I know that's such a weird word and it has this worse stigma behind it, but selfishness is just taking care of yourself, setting boundaries. I want you to work through generational trauma, heal yourself, know that you're a work in progress, okay? Your canvas that you create of your life will always be a work in progress. And I want you to really work on the relationships around you and heal those things accept things, forgive if you need to, and forgive yourself. So that's a really big one is forgiving yourself too and healing that relationship you have with yourself. Be protective of your time and energy. Just because you have time for 30 30 minutes in your day to go to lunch with a friend, you do not have to do that. And allow yourself to feel selfish. I know, I know, I know. We hate self-centered and narcissistic people. There's a difference between self-centered, narcissistic, narcissistic, and just taking care of yourself. I honestly cannot wait for another year of loving myself, my friends, my partner, my job, my dog, and the new things that I have to come. Because while this year was so uncomfortable, I feel like I needed this year to push me so far down, and I mean rock bottom, so that I can learn that I come first. So, friends, what are your intentions for the year? What are you most excited for? Please write in the Q&A box below and let me know. I am manifesting a great for, great year for you all. And despite this shitty 2021 luck we all had, I am manifesting a good year. So, thank you for listening. I love you all. A latte. Ha ha ha.